and he got signed by the San Diego Chargers. And I remember saying to my wife, we live in L.A. It ain't that far to go to San Diego. And I got season tickets to schlep <laughs> on the train. And then I had to take the trolley and the whole bit just to see Drew Brees throw the football. He is one of the most incredible athletes of our time. And the fact that you knew all about him in college, I'm jealous, but what an inspiration. And to some extent, it's the path that you're on. How did you hook up with orthopedics and biomed? Well, I took a you know, different path. My uh, initial job out of college was not orthopedic related. I did that for, for 10 years. I actually lived in Kansas City for 10 years. And, and that's what were you doing? Life. So I was a sales engineer for a small manufacturing firm and uh, had, a, had a territory that I covered and lived there, loved Kansas City. Kansas City's a great town, fell in love with the Chiefs, fell in love with the Royals, got to go to the 2015 World Series when they beat the Mets, which was awesome. But I ended up, I always, I always knew about the orthopedic business because I, I grew up in Northern Indiana and, and here in Warsaw, Indiana, it's the orthopedic capital of the world. Mm -hmm. um, several large firms got their start here and are still located here, Zimmer Biomet being one of them. Zimmer uh, purchased Biomet about five years ago. I came from the Biomet side. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, just reached out. I wanted to be a part of it. You know, I, I knew what they did. I, I knew it was just cool stuff, right? And I, I had some friends that worked in the business. I reached out to them, made contacts, and ended up getting hired on in 2006 in the contracts group. So I uh, negotiated national contracts, purchasing contracts, and then uh, really wanted to get into the clinical side of it. So like I mentioned, eight years ago, made a change, went to the, the hip side of the business, really fell in love with it, had no interest in going anywhere now I'd, where I, would, I need to be. And it's just like I mentioned, it's fun. It's a, it's a highly successful surgery. You know that. And it's fun to be a part of it. So tell us now that you have the behind the scenes perspective, what is happening in the world of hip arthroplasty, your total hip replacements and giving people their life back when they have bone on bone and groin pain and can't sleep through the night. What's new? So you know, we're going to talk a little bit about dual mobility. And although it's not really a, a novel design, it's been around in the, you know, since the 1970s in Europe, it's, it's only been here in, in the U.S. for about the last decade. And we'll talk a little bit about kind of where that's being used and, and the benefits of it. But, you know, I mean, anything that we've done in, in hip, it, it is hard to improve on such a high degree of success. But that mm -hmm. doesn't mean we aren't constantly trying to figure out new, better ways to do things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the implant materials are, are really, really good. The implants themselves are good. We're all constantly trying to make better instrumentation that helps you in the OR be more efficient, you know, help you to, to hopefully, you know, reconstruct a patient more effectively. But, uh, but really, you know, this, this concept of dual mobility is, is pretty neat. The small amount of unsatisfactory hips or uh, hips that have issue are really around the stability of the joint, as you know that. And what's most important is getting the, the components placed in the, in the right orientation. But in addition to that, you have a subset of patients that may be a little bit more likely to have instability issues. And that's where dual mobility comes in. And what that means in plain English is the ball pop out of the socket or dislocate. And I will tell you, that's right. it's not only what we're learning now in orthopedic surgery is you can actually have had the surgery done successfully, but 10 years later, you now have more arthritis in your spine, making your lower body stiffer 
because you've got arthritis in your back, all of a sudden this perfectly nice working hip replacement you had now can dislocate because your spine can no longer move the way it's supposed to and that stress gets carried over to the hip joint and now the hip pops out. And the dual mobility, particularly when you're dealing with young people because of the ceramic, but older patients who are now going to become arthritic in their lower backs, it's to the point now, Adam, that I don't see a reason not to use it every time you do hip surgery. And I think, you know, there obviously we, um, you know, we don't practice medicine here at Zimmer Biomet. We rely on, on you to decide what's best for, for your patient. Today, the, the gold standard is still the, uh, you know, a standard hip, which is consistent of femoral stem, a ball that's typically made out of cobalt chrome, or you got different materials like ceramics, et cetera, and then a cup that goes into the socket or goes into your pelvis with a polyethylene liner. Mm-hmm. What's unique about this design is that, you know, we, we basically took the ball and we shrunk it down to about 28 millimeters, and then we press it inside another ball, a larger. Now, this is the reason that's important is because the smaller ball produces less frictional wear. So you have, it's going to tend to wear a lot less because there's just, you know, smaller volumetric wear on it. The bigger balls will tend to wear a little bit more. So what we did with the, the dual mobility design, which is really cool, is we combined these two, a big ball on the outside of a, of a small ball. The design, the uniqueness of the design forces that small ball to be the primary mode of articulation. So you capitalize on the benefit of the low volumetric wear. And it's not until the patient gets into a higher range of motion that outer ball actually articulates. So you get the effectiveness of the large ball, the more the greater range of motion, the greater stability, but you also uh, are able to capitalize on low volumetric wear. So that's the beauty of it. And, and I know when we talking to you earlier about it, you really gravitated towards that construct and have had a, a high degree of success with it. Yes, I have. Adam, do me a favor, stay on the line. Absolutely. Again, needs to pay some bills. We'll come back because I want to get into your opinion about the future. Uh, no one has sure. a crystal ball, but if anybody's at the forefront of what's happening next, you're the guy. And I really think it's informative for the weekend warriors, as I tell them, they're all either pre-op or post-op. Sooner or later, they're going to need an orthopedic surgeon in their life. And that's why this show is so popular. But I want to get into the future with you, Adam Horoho from Biomet in Indiana. What a joy to have you today. Weekend Warriors, we'll be doing that coming up next. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.